Yo, yo, yo. What's happening, everybody? <laughs> it sounded like Christmas there. Um, hey, on the, today's show, it's myself, my co-host, Eric, and we just kind of riff today about, we talk about the Vikings. Uh, we talk, what do we talk, a little would you rather. We open with that. Um, what else do we talk about on this one? Hey, just give it a listen. It's fun. We had a good time. Hope you guys enjoy it. LTK Show with Eric Ongstead. Before we dive in, though, I would like to thank our sponsor for the show, the JP4 Foundation. The JP4 Foundation uses the game of baseball to provide healthy meals, healthy activities, and healthy relationships for youth in the Twin Cities. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle JP4 Foundation or by visiting them at jp4foundation.org. Appreciate you guys. As always, great stuff. All right, here we go. All right, we rolling. So instead of a warm-up today, let's do a little would you rather. Sounds good. Let me just wet the whistle real quick. All right. Get all professional. All right. So I got a few of them. First one, would you rather be a professional athlete, sport of your choice, or a rock star for a month? So pro athlete, a rock star for one month. You get a month for either? Yes. Like you're going to live a life of yep. this person for one month. And if it if it's pro athlete, what sport you get to pick? So I'm thinking from a, just a purely action perspective, I'd probably be a rock star. You're talking tail. I'd be the lead singer of Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, for one month, and then I'd probably have to have all sorts of antibiotics to get rid of what I had accumulated after said month. <laughs> yeah, mine's definitely Rockstar, too. Yeah, for sure, Rockstar. Dude, good. if you're Rockstar, are you the lead singer? <sighs> tambourine? <laughs> Who's that guy? He's Tambourine. Still wheels, though. Still pulls a lot of action he does uh, piano on two songs yeah he gets he gets chicks <laughs> uh dude i don't know man i, I probably go drums just because i enjoy the drums yeah yeah i'd go drums sweet all right would you rather live in the 1920s or the 1950s pretty obscure question but i just thought those are two kind of Gnarly decade. So what is it, the the roaring 20s? So I think the 20s were good. Like uh, bootlegging, economy was good, right? Like people were like... Bootlegging. Yeah, man, bootlegging. <laughs> well, I, think, I think cars were just coming into their own, but I think then, like toward the end of the 20s, I think was right on the heels of the Depression. So I, I'm going to go 1950s. I think there's cool cars in the 50s. I think people got a little more liberal with what they would do carnally. Music was getting pretty <laughs> legit. Rock and roll started. Yeah, Elvis is like Elvis, 50s, right? Chuck Berry. I'm going to go 50s too. Just, I mean, life expectancy had to go up at least eight years. But you're only living for the 10 years. But either way, 1950s, eh? I Although, think I'm with you there. When did the Hindenburg catch on fire? Because I would have liked to be around for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was 20s. Sounds right. All right. Uh, okay, last one. Would you rather have a root canal or fly next to a crying baby for four hours? Crying baby, no problem. Not even an issue. I got Bose headphones. Can't wear headphones. Oh, God, I can't wear headphones. Crying baby, still. I don't like yeah. people messing with my teeth. Although, I was fishing the other night with my buddy Brad Hembick. Actually, I believe it's pronounced Yemvik, but that's beyond the point. He was telling me now, Dennis do like, like I, I think they use like a laser or something. And he said it doesn't even hurt and no anesthetic. Uh, root canals? Yeah, I guess I don't know for he didn't tell. Maybe he did tell me. I don't remember if it was a root canal, but it sounds to me like there's been advances in the dental field, which make it much less invasive and okay. much less painful. So you know what? I'm still going to go cry, baby, because that's never really bothered me, but it's probably, really? Root Canal is probably a close second. Why Dude, are so, you? Well, so I flew home 
last week. Um, well, actually, I think it was a flight from Arizona to Seattle, which was like three hours. And I was like four rows away from this kid. Plus, I had like my noise-canceling headphones. I was listening to music pretty much the whole time. And like, I was actually initially sitting next. I was next to this kid, but I got bumped up because the mom was like, "Hey, if I if we get him in a car seat or like in a seat, like whatever a kid seat, then he's gonna be fine. He's gonna go right to sleep." Sure enough, cried like the whole flight, which it wasn't terrible because, like I said, noise cancelers. I was all right. I dealt with it. But like, if I was right next to that kid for four hours, like that's that's rough, dude. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, a kid. I, that's never really. Kids have never really bothered me. I I've been lucky why. too. This was like my first kind of bad flight of yeah. like a kid kind of almost constantly like whining or crying. He might have been sick. I don't know what his deal was, but I mean, and it actually prompted my thought of should there be separate, not necessarily even separate flights, but like separate sections for kids. Well, they have bags under the seat to put over their heads if they cry too much. <laughs> no I, I dude here's the thing with kids anytime i've seen that situation or been around it and i have been on a couple planes where kids wouldn't stop i always think more of like how embarrassed the parents are or not embarrassed but like how uncomfortable the parent is and then it makes me feel like you know what like that would fucking suck to be the parent and yes. have to sit there because you know damn well there's one or two assholes on the plane who are going to give you looks and maybe even say something yeah it just i don't know man it brought up yeah it was tough like so it, what it, was your question should there be a seat for kids yeah like a section or like hey when you sign up as an adult for a flight you know the last thing you want is to be in that situation where you're right next to a kid who's crying for three or four hours actually right? the last thing you want is to be next to a terrorist but yeah that's like the baby thing's like top five probably in a plane crash right um <laughs> But it just, I don't know, it made me think, like, is it, you know, could there be a situation where you could sign up for a flight, you know, like, hey, I want to be in the non-kids section or whatever. Like, maybe kids would be in the, I don't know, back 10 rows or, or something where you don't have the chance of having the kid kick your seat. You don't have the chance of, whatever, a kid crying and bugging you for four hours. It's an interesting concept, but I think those days are gone. I mean, like. With airlines, I mean, maybe not now during the pandemic, during these extenuating circumstances. The trying times. Unprecedented Unprecedented. Times. It's really just a new normal. But I think during, like, back in the day, like, my dad was telling me people used to wear suits to fly. Like, it was a big deal. And now they fucking herd you in like cattle. Right. So I don't think they would never come up with that because they just don't even care. They're going to take the business. Yeah. And I think now if plane tickets are like 80 bucks. Christ, I'd... For eighty bucks, if you can get me to Florida in three hours, you know, I'd I'd like lay in the cargo bin and have a root canal while you're right while you're at it. Can we do both? All right, sweet. That's it for Would You Rather. Um, I wanted to chat. I wanted to chat bikes, man. Let's just get this out of the way. Get the negativity out of here. What do you like? What are your impressions with the team, like? right now where are you at with them full disclosure last friday or last sunday uh which today's uh the so recording october 13th here I was so we're coming say, off we're on the heels of a, a seattle loss a tough seattle loss yeah I, so full disclosure i was driving home from grouse hunting so i heard the first half on the radio i saw a little bit of the second half and then i fell asleep before the end which is it is what it is i'm just being honest but here's my honest interpretation of the way the season's gone even though we lost that game and it was in heartbreaking fashion which i watched the next day i feel like we're getting better and i feel like some of the glaring issues like o-line and stuff that we had have gotten better obviously we didn't get the win last week but it seems to me as though we're actually starting to correct issues we have. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. And we're kind of fun to watch now, but the, on the other end, it's like this is another classic Minnesota team. Uh, the Wild do this all the time. We're going to finish. You're going to – you go ahead. You go ahead. No, Take yeah, this. You know, I know exactly where you're going. I was talking to my roommate the other day. Same deal. Like they're going to figure it out. They're going to get better, and they're going to finish like 7-9, and nine. maybe 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't know what they're going to finish, and then they're going to get a 
whatever, 18th 17th pick. 17th pick, yep. And it's just not, it's just going to be right stuck in the middle. Um, had they won that game, I think, I honestly think they get some momentum and they're like, okay, we just beat a 4 0 team. Like, okay, we're figuring it out. A lot of confidence. Boom. Because they do have a lot of rookies on the defensive side of the ball that need to play and need experience and need to just get better. And we have, and we've shown that. But yeah, man. Seven and nine, eight and eight. Yeah. And the the one thing we don't know though is what's the attitude like in the room? Because what you hear in the media and what you hear is not necessarily what's going on. Those guys might be like, you know what? We had that game, we pissed it down our leg. We know we can play with anyone. I would say though these next two games are as pivotal as any. And I know that's always cliche to say, but like at this point, if you don't win literally this next game, your season's kind of, it's kind of squandered because then you're going to have to rattle off like literally six in a row to even yeah. get to that kind of 500 mark. Yeah. Two and four if we win, right? We'd be two and four. Yeah. It's still very low percent, but you could do it. Yeah. One and five would be. Yeah, one and five, you ain't getting to nine wins. Two and four, you might. Yeah. Yeah. What What are your impressions with Zimmer? I've always liked Zimmer. Uh, Ever since he was on Hard Knocks and like, I don't even know when that was, probably 2013. Bengals. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the way that he interacted with players. I actually think that he's done a good job of uh, starting to change the way he thinks. I think when we lost, was it that NFC Championship game that we lost to the Giants? Where we got the absolute fuck kicked out of us? Was it the, the Giants or was it? Eagles. Uh, I'm sorry, Eagles. Yeah, we lost like 55 to 7 or something stupid. <laughs> I think like he started to realize like, you know, you kind of have to adapt, not just do the double A gap, blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to dive into that, but I think like, I think he's still a good coach and I think the guy can win. And I also like that he doubled down on his decision. I don't know if you want to talk about the decision. Yeah. The fourth and whatever, fourth and half a yard. He's like, I'm 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 trying to instill a winner's mentality. Yeah. Like, but you have to, in that situation, though, too, you have to believe it. Like, you have to get a feel for your team. Like, what's what do I feel is the decision for this team right now? Because I felt like if we go for it, we're not going to get it. Like, I just, yeah. you know, well, just as a Minnesota fan, we're just trained to expect the negative, right? We're just, we're waiting for the worst to happen. And then it did. And, but I just feel like you have to read your team. You have to know your team. And then, like, I get it. He's trying to instill something. But you got to believe it when you make that decision, too. And to go up eight points, you're giving yourself a pretty daggone good chance of coming out, you know, probably winning. You should win against a good team on the road. With all the elements, it's easy to be 20, you know, hindsight 2020, but I had kicked it. That was just the vibe that I had at the time. I liked the call, yeah. but I had kicked it. I just like that he... He's stuck with it, and he's like, I'm trying to build a go-for-the-win culture. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know this as well as I He's on, what, his sixth year? <laughs> well, you know this as well as I Right, good, good point. But you know if we if he would have got it, I would have been like, that's that's a nutsack that guy's got. Yeah. A couple of church bells. You know, that's what I like about Zimmer. But now it's we're so – and maybe that's another thing as Minnesota sports fans. We've been kicked square in the seeds so many times. Maybe now it's just our nature, without even knowing it, to piss on any decision that doesn't work out, even if in the moment we would have made that decision. So I've got a text thread with some buddies of mine, and it gets going when like negative stuff is going on. Right, right. Like we thr- like that text thread thrives off of negativity. Like everybody starts commenting, like, why'd you do the blah, blah, blah. We should have went for eh. Like when it's negative, it's just blowing up. I had crickets until the third quarter. Like nobody said anything in the first half. And then, cause we were up 13 zero after the first half, right? right. I think it was 13, nothing. And then all of a sudden like, Oh, they score. Oh, they score again. Up oh, a couple texts. Then oh, the text couple people light start up. to just, 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 just. But that's just who we are, though, dude. Like, even with the twins, like, we just expect it. As much as it sucks, we do share that in common. We do. And it's fair to expect it because this is, like, we've got some legitimately biblical fucking losing streaks. This is shit that they would write about in whatever the super New Testament. Like, thou 
beeth the twins loseth, loseth, twenty one straighteth. I mean, that's fucking honestly. That'd be harder for me to, if if I didn't know that the twins were going to lose twenty. Say I wasn't alive right now, and it was a hundred years from now, and somebody wrote something in a Bible, and they said Moses parted the Red Sea, and the twins lost twenty one straight playoff games. I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> I'd say Moses part of the Red Sea. That twenty-one playoff game thing's bullshit. <laughs> uh, that's friggin' great. Uh, the Vikings lost four Super Bowls. Yeah, that couldn't. Come on, that's in impossible. one decade, and they didn't win one. You gotta, you gotta win one in there, right? That can't be. Uh, the Red Sea thing's got to be. They real. went fifteen and one in one season and didn't make the Super Bowl and win it. I was actually at that game. When uh, the fifteen and one season against the Falcons, I went, you were yeah, I was with Joe Simon, rest in peace. His mom won tickets. Oh, I think you told me that before. Yeah, but yeah, that's... we were in the end zone that Gary Anderson missed a field goal, and that was awesome. <laughs> awesome, just an absolute dick kicker. But, I mean, you just can't make it up. No, like, you cannot make. Oh that no, you up. can. I mean, somebody made up Star Wars. That's true. <laughs> Doesn't miss a field goal all year. Misses the one to ice it and send you to the Super Bowl. If like, I remember right, too, it was like mid-30s. It was a pretty It was. It was like, yeah, I think it was like 38, 39. Okay. So Which, high for percentage. Him, yeah, 100%. It's just a little. Yeah. Literally that year, 100%. Uh, yeah. Is there, is there going to be fans left when a Minnesota sports team wins a championship? No offense to the Lynx. They've won. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in what we would consider the four major sports, and again, no slight on the links, no slight on women's sports, but just so it's been thirty years, right? The Twins won in '91. Yep. So there was some. Re- there's been relief in a way, but thirty years of just like rough go. And I don't um, know if it makes it more frustrating because we've had really good teams, and it's not like when you have a really good team, like use the Twins for instance this year. It's not like I expected to win the playoffs. And quite frankly, when we played Houston, when we knew we were playing Houston, I expected to win the first round. But also, if we didn't, I guess I would have understood. But the way in which we lost it was so hard to take. And I think that's the other piece of the Minnesota sports is how often have we had that 15-1 and team? I mean, even the Philly, I genuinely thought we were going to go into Philadelphia and whip them up. And we go, uh, this what what year was that, 2017? Yeah. We go down there. I remember Rudolph scores on the first drive. I'm like, that's how you go and win a game on the road. And then it was just 730 roundhouse kicks right in the face after that. It's like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> it's, just, it's the way we do it. It that, is. That's really what it comes down to. It's not like, yeah, like, dude, they're just, they are, like you said before, dude, biblically, like, you can't make it up, but obviously you can. I'm it telling happened. you, half the shit Minnesota sports teams have done, like our horrible records, they could write a, a super New Testament, and you'd <laughs> believe like the way hard. Like I'd believe in the Noah's Ark shit before I'd believe in the 21 playoff losses. Super New Testament. <laughs> the way new. Palms 12. It'd be like, uh, it wouldn't be like old names either. It'd be like Ethan. Clayton seven dash four. I'm trying to think of like East or West Metro names. Weston, Caden, <laughs> Caden, Caden chapter twelve verse seven. Randy Moss <laughs> scores a touchdown. And just so you know, Caden looks like they're gonna win. <laughs> so they had 750 yards per game. Or it's Caden, but it's like the six different ways you can spell Caden. Like Start K-A-D-E-N, with a Q. Dude, K-A-D-I-N, C-A-I-D-Y-N. Just a bunch of different chapters. Dude, so I was, so me and a dude at work talk about, like, uh, I don't mean to go off the rails here. No, let's do it. So we talk about, and Eckert's talked about this with me too, but West Metro names. Names that sound like kids who, like, haven't ever had to have a hard day in their life. Just no problems. And uh, so my no buddy. No problems. Weston. My buddy looked up the White Bear Lake, which, and I always call it West Metro. So I was very much like, so he started ripping names out. And I'm like, I was like, nah, that's, 
those are those are West Metro names. He goes, dude, these are the names of the kids on the White Bear Lake hockey team in 2019. Okay. It's unbelievable. I'm going to read it to you. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some right now off the top of my head. I'm going to get there here for you. You're going to really, really like it. I remember, I don't know the name yet, but there's four duplicated names on one of them. Okay, you ready? Yeah. You want to talk about West Metro names in the in the East Metro. Grady, Spencer, Cade, Layton, Jackson, Tristan, Alden, <laughs> Ethan, Eli, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Yeah, there's <laughs> three Tylers. And there are, to be fair, there's a couple like legit dude names mixed in there. Ryan, Sam. Well, I guess that's both. There's no Easton? No Easton. Uh, let's see a... here. A couple of them are... There's a couple other. Brady's a good, solid, just blue-collar name that we're looking for. Luke. So there's a couple in there, but... There's a couple that have had some hard days. Nikki O'Brien. Tyler. Most of them real easy days, though. Uh, Real easy. A lot of them's worst day came when both their siblings were playing on both the other PlayStation 4s. (laughs) Or both the big screens. One day, Cadence TV... His 50-inch TV in his room stopped working, so he had to watch the 40, and it was <laughs> it was just something else. His 20-inch tablet died, and then and he had one, to charge it one for like the, 20 minutes and like watch <laughs> watch a 14-inch tablet instead. One year, the lake that they lived on got like cold, like right away in September, so he couldn't kneeboard as as long as he wanted to. I mean, these are real <laughs> problems here. <laughs> Uh, One of his letter jackets got lost for a day. <laughs> and he had to ask his mom for 300 more dollars. I don't know. Like, how okay, he, that's fine. He was super embarrassed because one day he had to drive the Volvo because the BMW was in the shop. Just <laughs> couldn't even barely <laughs> Got dropped place. off at school. <laughs> right, right. In the sporty Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, sorry. I de- I Speaking of, okay, so this is a good... This, I like this transition, though, because I got a couple of deals with, like, your quote-unquote guy, right? Like, whatever kind of guy. So we talked about whatever kind of kid. So how about the overly optimistic guy? Like, the dude that just, like, cheerleader. It's like, let's say you're golfing, right? And, like, maybe you got a 12-foot putt for birdie, and you roll it by like 10 feet, right? You just hammer it past. He's like, hey, it's great effort, man. Yeah, you got to go for those birdies. Like, that's just awesome. Or like you're in the bunker, like a greenside bunker, and you like top it, and it like just barely gets out of the bunker, like two inches out of the bunker, and you're like, hey, that's, I mean, that's a tough shot there. Like, At least you got out, right? Sh- yeah, you got out. You're in the grass now. Good shot. Like those dudes, I love them, but... After like three or four of those, you just want to. Well, it seems disingenuous all the time. I'm actually a, I'm like, I'm like that. Like I'll, I'll give people. Just try and pick people up. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I think when it, it can come off disingenuous if it's, if it's all the time, like every once in a while, you got to tell somebody like, you got to work on that shit, dude. That was fucking eh. brutal. <laughs> hey, but you know, get them next time. Uh, how about, uh, how about the has to have the best guy. So great story with our buddy Rody. Yep. <laughs> the power washer, man. So Rody's like brag like, hey, we were playing cars on a Saturday night and Rody we were all talking like, what do you gotta do tomorrow? Oh so Rody was getting kinda he was getting a little a little pie eyed, right? He was getting a little buzzed up. So like, dude, what do you do to like you gonna wake up tomorrow? You gonna be able to get her done? He's like, Oh I just gotta power wash my deck. So I got to do. I just bought a new power washer. Yeah, three point two horsepower. Three point two horse. It's yeah, it was the biggest one, the best one they got. And you're like, actually, so he said it was like a five horse, which is like more of a state. No, or like a six and a half. And yeah. he's just like sitting here pimping it, like, I can knock this out. It's like, man, you're going to be pretty hungover tomorrow. You sure you're going to want to get up and power wash that? That do it with this power washer. Come on. 
<laughs> and that instant, so I just go ahead and you can. Well, no, I just love like you one up it. You one up them, and you're like, no, 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 I got a three point seven. He's like, no, 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 three point two is like that's the highest it goes. It's the highest it goes. No, well, I got a three point seven. Like, right, you're just, just the one up guy. Well, dude, it was just it's so funny because he he couldn't like in his brain wouldn't let you win. Well, the best part too is he, everybody except him knew that I was fucking with him. Right. Yes. But he was just like, no, 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 it's a three. No, 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 no. Mine's the best. There is. That's the highest. There's people like that too, like just in general, where, and it can be good friends who like somebody gets a pair of, you know, LA gear lights, and then they got to go out and get the Nike pumps. I I I know I just aged Reebok pumps. Fair Reebok pumps. Yeah. Uh, but I I think, and some people just need to have the best shit. I do in some cases like it, but also. You know, I wear the same sweatpants until there's more hole than sweatpant, so I don't think I'm necessarily. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I just got a kick out of that dude, man, because yeah, you were he's... giving him a hard time, and he just was oblivious. Well, that's nothing, dude. My uh, power washer's connected to a Mack truck fucking engine. <laughs> mine will, dude, mine will blow the paint off the Empire State Building from 400 yards away. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Mine, no, I, had but, to get, I had to get a second garage for it. No. Mine's no, but the mine's, biggest. mine's three point two. But it's it's the best. It's I love how you're using three point two horse absolutely no such thing. <laughs> Isn't it? I thought maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe a CC. I, I don't I'm know. I'm reasonably certain they're all divisible by one. But you know what? I could be wrong because as you know, I'm not the most uh you know, uh, equipment savvy guy that's ever walked the face of the earth. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So how about uh, the has to beat the house guy? So we're talking yes. about. So we're yeah. talking about in a buffet situation. You just like you gotta. So let's say it's a fifteen dollar buffet. How much are buffets these days? Fifteen bucks. Yeah. Shit, are they even open? But yeah. Let's call right. it 15. I think that's a good yeah. round number. So 15 bucks. So in your mind, you got to have like four plates. Yeah, there's people who need to go in. And even at the risk of feeling like absolute horse And just shit, wiping out your afternoon. It's like, I, dude, I need to feel like I got $17 worth of food on 15, even though it literally wrecks my day. And honestly, probably is going to give me a fucking grabber. Right. Heart attack down the road. Yeah, I know. I know some people like that. I know one in particular, and I like. I've don't get me wrong. I like eating probably more than the next guy, but at the same time, it's if you feel like you need to beat the house for something like that, you've kind of already lost. <laughs> yeah, like it's just it's so not worth. No, the joke's on you if you wreck your whole afternoon. Right. Yeah, you're in six hours of like pain, discomfort. Like I hate being overfull, and just for fifteen dollars, not worth it. It just sure is it flavorful going down? Yeah, but that's a fifteen minute deal versus a six hour, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they're out there. They're out there. Yeah, they are. And you know damn well the buffets see them coming in, too, and they starch up the food or something else that makes you, I don't know, something that would make you full. People always used to say when you went to a country buffet, well, they put uh, flour in those potatoes or something, whatever it is, to make you more full. It's like, no, like, that food just sucks, and you ate three plates of it. That's why you're full. When you go to a buffet for some reason, like, the idea of portions becomes so foreign so quickly. Like you'll have one, your first plate of food will be way more than you'd ever eat like at your home on a normal night, your first plate. And then you go back. And I I think that's such a funny dynamic too. Like the dichotomy of like, when you go to Subway, if you ever just step back and look at a sub, a 12 inch sub loaded, dragged through the garden with every freaking vegetable, dude, it's a fucking huge sandwich. Like, ridiculously big. But in Subway, yeah, it's a foot long. If you made that at your house, you'd be, like, calling people in, look at this fucking sandwich I just made. Look at this. You know what I mean? It's huge. It's a monster. Dude, you can eat all that? <laughs> it's like 
It's like a fucking foot long. Christ, <laughs> I could eat on this for three days. Take but a you, picture of this. You go to Subway, you house that, a bag of chips, and a pop. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunately becoming the norm, and it's been the norm for a while in America, right? Like, that's one thing I noticed when I was in Europe. Like, the portions are smaller. If you want, like, extra, like, ketchup or, another, like, a refill, all that is extra. It's like, here's, yeah. So you want ketchup? All right, it's 50 cents. Like, you want a refill? Yeah, it's a buck 50. Like, you're not just given. All right, first, the sizes are smaller, A, but B, if you want anything extra, it's going to cost you more, which it's just freaking healthier. I bet you struggled your ass off being a condiment guy, though. For all those of you who don't know, Luther's a condiment guy. What I mean by that is. I love sauces, man. More than anyone I know, and it's not even really that that close. Like I just can't have a like a plain burger or a, even like a plain steak. What do you got to uh, What do you got to dip it in? Well, I got ranch, barbecue, honey mustard, sweet and sour. Is that it? <laughs> hey, <laughs> got any Caesar? You got, got anything hot? <laughs> got anything spicy? What kind of mustard? Just plain condiment guy. No honey mustard, dude. That sucks. All hey, right, this well. is my friend Luther Kangas. Condiment guy. <laughs> <laughs> totally condiment guy. Um, dude, I wanted to hear, uh, I want to hear your story about uh, building your, your desk. My story desk. about so here, not, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so you bought a desk, but it was, so it was, was it less expensive because it wasn't built? It wasn't pre-built or whatever? Well, that's, it's funny you say that. So I went to Office Depot because I needed a desk for my office. And this was actually, I don't, I can't even, it might've even been pre COVID, but it was right around March. So whatever, I don't know what you consider the COVID time, but let's say COVID started in March, just for all intents and purposes. Intense and purposes. Yeah. Intensive purposes. Intense. And I believe is the proper saying. Okay. So the story isn't intense. It's just, <laughs> it has intent. Correct. I got it. So I went to office depot and still in my head, the way that you shop for furniture is you fucking go buy the furniture you want, and then you have two dudes carry it through the door and manipulate it in, and you set it in the spot, and it's fucking done. Yeah. Well, I went into Office Depot, and I'm staring at this desk. I'm like, yeah, I want that one. The guy's like, okay, well, let's have somebody go back and grab it. I'm like, well, I can grab this right here. <laughs> so then I, I start to realize, okay, it's in the back, right? So... They bring it out to me, and it's in a box that's about six inches high by about seven feet long. So right away, I'm like, uh. <laughs> but I'm also like, okay, well, that's why desks cost $300 now and not 800 because all they gave you was the fucking raw product. They yeah. cut down a tree and slammed it in a box with some screws, and Polished you get to go it build it. Yes. But you're, you build it. You become the skilled labor, or in my case, unskilled labor. So long story longer, I get the thing home. This is March. And I set it in the back room where eventually it, it would go and be functional. I then set up my computer because because of COVID, I had been told that we have to work from home and I'm actually still working from home. So in the interim, before I built that desk, you know, I had to get around to it, of course. I set my computer on my kitchen table. And I set my printer up there, and I started working at the kitchen table. I figured it'd be till about April. <laughs> okay, you bought it when? Yeah, I bought it in March. Gotcha. Yep. So, so I'll get to it in the next month. Yeah, like I'm thinking, I'm going to knock it out. I just got to find time. You know, me having no kids, I, I, I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> so long story longer, it gets to be probably a month, month and a half, right? Now it's whatever it is, mid-April. And now I'm starting to be like, okay, this is ridiculous. I should at least like try to get after it. So probably another two more weeks, I get myself to where on a Saturday, I'm like, okay, I got a good night's sleep. I suck at doing this shit, but I'm going to dial it in. I'm going to get her done. I walk into my room. I literally open the box. I saw like hundreds of pieces. <laughs> I had like a deep breath. I'm like, okay, I literally walked out of the room, and I'm like, you got it, dude. You got to get better. You need to gather yourself. I walk back in the room. I grab the directions, and I start being like, okay, if I can piece these directions together and it makes sense, I can just bite an elephant one bite at a time to eat the elephant, right? 
how to eat mm-hmm. an elephant one bite at a time. The yeah. directions kind of don't make sense. The pieces kind of look the fucking same. So I was in that room for about four minutes, and I left. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Today's not the day. I'm going to get back after it. Now you got at least like a preconceived notion of what you're going into next. Yes. Time, right? Next, like, that's what okay. I'm thinking. So yeah. then I've got some weird mental block. Everyone gets mental blocks on shit. Now it's August. I haven't <laughs> so much as looked at it. <laughs> so now you're talking five full months. There's a ripped open cardboard box with a bunch of wood pieces on the floor that I'm supposed to make a desk out of. <laughs> so then it gets to the point where I go out of town on a fishing trip. This is shit. September. So not that long ago. I go out of town on a fishing trip and my mom's watching my dog. She gets my dad to come over and put it together because I'm so inept and so bad at it, which actually made me feel even more emasculated and shitty that my dad's doing it because my dad doesn't like doing that shit. Yeah. But I just, it's so out of my skill set. And the fact that I got to build what I'm trying to buy from you, how is that okay? Like, dude, if I went and bought a car, and they gave me fucking 600 pieces of All right, here's tools. the doors. I'd be like, absolutely. Here's the no. hood. I'm paying for the car, not the shit that makes a car. Anyway, I'm, I know I'm wrong. I know okay, I'm Okay, so if it was 800 instead of 300, fully assembled, or fully assembled, I should say. Yeah, easy for you to say. Right. You would have paid the extra five. Uh, 800 instead of 300. I mean, so yeah, I yes, I would have. Yeah, yeah. Or I'd say being twenty twenty because you lost six months of desk time. Didn't yeah yeah. I here's here's the the sad reality. I think my mom knew that that would have sat there until two thousand twenty (laughs) six. Well, so I'm in the same boat as you, man. Like I can do small stuff like that if there's like two or three pages of directions and there's like. 30 pieces whatever it's like okay i'll buckle down and do this but i just don't like doing that stuff dude it, like i'm the same way like i just want to like start pulling my hair out i'm like, just here's the thing and, and i've talked to you about this before I, not only do i not like it but i'm fucking really bad at it like i don't have spatial awareness with things and it's funny because a lot of my really good friends are really good at that like, I can think of a couple off the top of my head who would, like, one of my buddies is an engineer by trait. He's he's just, he's a facilities manager now and does management. But, like, uh, he would look at that. He, he, he When he hears this, if he does, which he will, yeah, he'll be like, dude, you're, you're out of your mind. He could probably throw that together in, like, 45 minutes. He doesn't understand because his brain works so perfectly with that shit. Yeah. How, like, I suck at it and I hate it. And I don't know what makes it worse, but the two together. Well, yeah, and then it just becomes anxiety. Yeah, because I know that feeling. You walk in, like for me, it's it has to do with like either like getting rid of stuff or cleaning my room or like moving. Like I gotta determine like what stuff I need to throw away, what stuff I need to keep. Like yeah, I'll kind of let some stuff build up, and then like I just need to like okay, I gotta get rid of some stuff, and it's just like a day of like six hours of just like organizing not a very organized person unfortunately but yeah dude like you just get anxiety like i just get anxious about it and then like i'll just put it on the back burner i'm like i don't need to do this right now like it just because that it's just the easy out like procrastination though is the best motivator if any kids ever listened to this i probably dropped too many f-bombs for a kid to listen to this (laughs) but procrastination is the best motivator. <laughs> Obviously, I'm being facetious to a point, but it really is. It doesn't always yield the best results, but God damn it, if you're not busting your ass as hard as you possibly could at the last minute to get You could have done it, but it would have taken a long time and it would have been a lot of stress. Yeah, I just, I, I get mental, everyone gets mental blocks on certain things. That's mine. I, I couldn't do it, dude. It was so. I, and I'm, a, I'm a, as the older I get, like, the more I realize, like, I'm okay with that. Like, I, I'm, you don't have to, like, figure it out. It's no, you got to like, know, you know what, I'm not good it. at that. Yeah. It's like, I know my strengths and weaknesses. I ain't good at this, and I'm just not going to do it. And I'll either call somebody at some point or have my mom have my dad do it. 
Right. And just luck out. Well, and, and I here's the thing. I that was not my intent either. My real intent was to just let it sit there long enough to where I threw it away. <laughs> but like my dad doing it's awesome. But I also wasn't like just like, well, if I wait long enough, somebody will do it for me. I just I just like decided at some point that that no longer was part of my life and that I was just fine sitting at my kitchen table. Now I got the desk set up because my dad put it together. God bless him. And it's awesome. And I love it. And uh, it's great. But I- I'm telling you, man, Ikea wrecked everything. Now you, yeah, buy the, now you buy the raw products and then For you cheaper. build it. It's like, dude, I'm not a – I mean, Christ, think if you went to buy – and some people actually do this. But, like, I go to Fleet Farm and I want to buy a shotgun. They give me the butt of the gun, the muzzle, the barrel, the – it's like, dude, no, I, Here you go. I, right. I'm not a gun. I'm not a blacksmith. I'm a salesperson who wants to buy a fucking gun. Yeah. I want a gun as is that right. I can use tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Not yeah. that I got to sit and figure out in six but it's hours funny. of like, it's funny because there's two schools of thought. Now I, I can, shop cause I want something. Now. I can think specifically of a buddy. Like, so you asked the question before, would I buy a desk assembled for 800 or put it together and buying the raw product for 300 I know a buddy for sure. His name's Brent Staffensmeyer. Yeah. Stephon. If you yeah. gave him the opportunity to save even a thousand and put together a whole Chevy Silverado, that dude would do it and he'd love it and he'd be good at it. Yeah. See, they just he, hang their hat on it, man. They take pride in it. He's like, good at that shit, man. Yeah. Anytime and I he's deal, good at it. He's really good at it. Like me, I'd pay an extra five. <laughs> <laughs> to right. have it built. Yeah. And I've worked on things with him. Because I'm going to go home and like show it off. Be like, oh, look at this. Thing. Yeah. I just bought it. Not like show off that, dude, I just built it in uh, yeah, four hours. Yes. Yeah, some people, he's wired. A lot of people are just wired different than we are. But yeah, I'm amazed by it. Yeah. it's That's interesting stuff. All right. What do we want to hear? Should we hear... Uh, would you rather hear a massage story of mine or like another kid story of mine, like a, a a kind of a bad kid story? Which one would you rather hear? I was only half listening. It sounded like you said, "Do I want to hear a mas- story about a kid giving you a massage?" No, I do not. <laughs> I'm just I'll We're take the I'll, I'll, I'll take the massage for the story. mashup. I was listening. Let's hear the combo. I'll take the massage. <laughs> I'll take the massage story. All right, so hang this on is... before you say it. Did you walk in and said, "Oh, what's happening?" <laughs> <laughs> it, it very. That's pretty much how it started. So one night, wanted a massage. I'm like, all right, Google massages near me. Okay, this place pops up. I check it out. Like, I give him a call. Yep, there's openings. All right, cool. I'll go check it out. Boom, got it. I go to this place. It's near us. Not going to mention where, but um, so I go in Is there. Is that one right up on 120 and 694? <laughs> Just kidding. It's it's not, but um, so I get in there, and the lady, I think she was pretty sure she was Japanese, if I were to pick which, uh, which country, but so I think she was Japanese, and she like basically barely spoke English. Like, it was very, like, rough, broken. Like, I could understand and, like, make conversation, but it was, like, broken words. Like, you were just, like... Sure. Oh, was a ha-ha, yeah, Did she keep looking like, at you like, like she was pay? rolling... Like she was pay? rolling dice? <laughs> <laughs> so, get in there. And it's actually, like, a pretty... It's a cool place, man. Like, it, it reminded me of, like... Like, there was, like, Japanese wood. Like, it was, like... It was almost like... if. Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi, were to like build a massage sure. parlor, a dojo, if you, if you will. will. Yeah, this is what it looked like. It had like cool looking shelves, like it was like wood, sh- like whatever. the The floor was a little bit different. Like it looked like I was felt like I was in Japan. So I'm like, all right, this place is sweet, man. Like, okay, I'm gonna get a real massage out of this. So proceed to begin the massage, and probably like ten minutes in. Her phone's going, like, her phone's ringing. She's got her cell phone, like, on her person. Mm-hmm. It's ringing. I think she ignored maybe the first one. It rang again. She answers it. Like, I don't know if it was on speaker, but, like, I heard the whole conversation. And she has a hard time speaking English, right? And this lady was trying to tell her, you need to pay the bill for the electric. <laughs> 
for that massage place? Yes. She spent it all on mahogany and and uh, bonsai trees. <laughs> so I'm like, and she couldn't understand. She's like, to Beal? To Beal? I to pay to you to pay. Like, she couldn't understand, like, what this was. And then she was, like, asking me during the massage, like, you understand what she said? Oh, that's sad, I was like, dude. Yeah, the the bill for the electric, like the lights, the bill, mon- like with money, and she's like, "Oh, the bill, the bill." Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Like, dude. Then she hung up, and then like the person called again, and I'm like, "What the schmecks is going on here, dude? Like, is this place gonna shut down? Like, what's going on?" First of all, I've never had anybody. I've probably had I don't know half dozen dozen massages, not one time. Has anybody answered their cell phone? No, it's on. Or had their cell phone on them, even. Right. Like it's probably in most like clubs. You can't. You gotta keep your cell phone. Like whatever. But I'm like, dude. And then I go to pay. It was what was it? Seventy bucks for the massage. I initially gave her eighty bucks. Like at the beginning, she's like, yeah, can you pay? So I gave her like four twenties, right? Like eighty mm-hmm. bucks. So kind of a built-in tip, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like I'm getting ready to leave. I'm grabbing my stuff, and she's like tip and i'm like <laughs> well, i gave you 80 before and you answered your cell phone like during the massage so what are you gonna do with it anyway blow it on another samurai sword i mean you're not paying your electrical bill so i'm like tell you what i got another 10 here you go here's another 10 maybe you can pay for your you know pay for the bill bill but that's pretty much it like it's not no that's good that's it ain't it ain't a I, world-class story but i got just, one that's we're not world-class either but it's about a massage. And uh, so I, I was like, I had a lot of stress in a work week and I actually physically felt it like in my shoulders and my neck. That's I, where I carry it. Yep, I carry 100%. quite a bit. So I was like, you know what? It was a Friday. I knocked out a little early. It was like 3.30 and I'm like, I'm going to go see on my way home. I'm going to call. I know a massage place. Plus they've gotten busted a couple times for some stuff they shouldn't do. So I was like, you never know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so I call ahead and I'm like, hey, do you have any openings? She's like, yeah, I got one right now. And she also spoke broken English, but that doesn't really factor that much into my story. So I'm like, yeah, put me down. I'll be there in 15 minutes. So I get there and this is only my second massage. And the first one I had was from a dude in Puerto Vallarta. Cause I was, that's with- awkward, dude. I had one from a guy and like so, my 10, 12 worse. massages. Dude, I was in Puerto, or weird. I was in Cancun with a buddy. I was probably 20 years old and his parents had this nice five-star place that they had a timeshare at. And I ended up getting a massage, and it's from a dude that he's like, drop your... The whole thing sucked. His big hands were running down my hands, and I was just like, not comfortable with it. But anyway, that's beyond the point. So this is my second massage, and I'm like, dude, I'm just... I really want to have a massage. So I've had a massage from, like, girls or whatever that I'm in relationships with or something. Yeah. And it feels really good. Right. And so I'm just like, this is going to be really great. So we get in there. I take my shirt off. And then, like, I just take my pants and, like... I kept my pants up, but pulled them, like... She wanted it down to where it's like a little bit down, so she can get to your lower back or whatever. Yeah, right? that's the other thing too. This chick was my. She was like taking my boxers and like because I kept my boxers on. Yeah. She was like lifting my boxers, like basically she basically made my boxers into a thong. Yeah. Like, so she could like. Yeah, that's good. Get though. to my butt. Yeah, and I was like, all right, cool, let's so, go, dude. This lady, she probably weighed at best 104 pounds, dude. So I'm like, this is gonna feel good, like. Dude, she starts like in the middle of my back and she's using her fucking pointiest elbows on the planet Earth. And she's Just going little like, elbows, little tiny pointy. Dude, elbows. That's the thing. I, I was with the girl one time who had like small hands and small fingers and she gave me a massage and the pressure. Yeah, dude. Oh, she it was just using, hurts. She was using all of her body weight because she's like, oh, this big fat fucker. Like I could just barrel down on him. Dude, she was pushing so hard with her elbow. And she was going up my spine. So, like, between the muscle and the spine, that tissue, probably 26 times, I almost had to throw on the towel and be like, you got to stop, stop. It hurts. Yeah. The whole time, it hurt. It was not comfortable. Once, I was gutting it out because I'm like, I can't fucking tell a 110-pound lady that, I, like, it hurts too Can't much. handle it. Dude, I left that place more stressed. And, like, <laughs> I was like, dude, this sucks. But then... <laughs> Probably two hours later, I guess it must have released endorphins or something because I felt okay. Well, it does, it does like because I, I know like the same feeling that you have because it does hurt right when they're like stretching and like getting all that 
stuff like elongated and like getting the stress like to whatever release. What if you had elongated and released at a massage place? Well, <laughs> couple areas, <laughs> but no, but yeah, I know what you're saying. It just, it's not good, man. Like, and, and I, here's the thing. I, what I came to realize that day, that must've been a super deep tissue massage, but I just, I think that I'm, I think that like my nerves must be closer to my skin. Cause I've never liked those kind of massages. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Like I like. I like one that like legit feels good, like whatever. I think it's a Swedish where like it's yes. kind of light, but it like actually feels really good. You're That's like, what oh. I'm into. That's exactly what I'm into. Right, but all these like almost all the massages I've had done professionally are like I think they're just they're obviously taught to like okay we're gonna relieve stress so like this is how we do it. Right, like, the we're ringing out a rag isn't the good part. We're the, ringing out the muscles. Yes, the good parts after. Yes. It's like, okay, the See, tension got relieved. I'm going to drink water. The toxins are, like, leaving my body. I didn't whatever. know that. So now that I know about Swedish massages, that's what I would Google if I ever got a massage again. Yes. And I think I might do that next time as well because it is tough, dude. Like, when they get in there and, like, it's like they take your trap and it feels like they pull it out of your body and, I'm like, telling you, man, this stretch was, it and, like. This was just brutal for me. I. Uh, genuinely it fucking hurt and then she kept going and i'm literally like laying there like dude just be done <laughs> be done just be done it's the worst <laughs> it ain't worth it no all right well you got anything else nah dude we fucking killed it that was just crushed i don't even think we got to edit this i think we should just put it out right this second drop it like it's Luke. Tapid. Just lukewarm. Tapid's another name for lukewarm. <laughs> uh, good stuff. What, what we got? You know, thank the wanna... sponsors, dude. Thank the sponsors live. Don't dub it in. JP4 Foundizzle. Yeah. JP4 Foundation. Appreciate it. Freaking huge. They're the best. Good people with a good mission. Love them. JP4. Doesn't get better. JP4 Foundation.org. Check it out. All right. Good stuff. All right, buddy. Good Appreciate work. it, man. Yep. Learn, try, know, and achieve. Hum, babe.